Hello and welcome to another episode of Short Rest on Adventure They Wrote. I am Jason, your producer, a.k.a. Max the Goblin Detective. And uh, over the past couple short rests, we have talked to a lot of people who have a lot of experience playing D&D. We've talked to our DM, Fletch. We've talked to Chris and to Brad. Combined, they have all been playing since the 80s. And so I thought it would be interesting to talk to somebody who has just recently started playing D&D and who also listens to our podcast. So that's why I invited my friend Rain onto the show. Hello, Rain. Hi, Jason. How are you? I'm doing good. Excellent. It's nice to talk to you. <laughs> Rain was my PAX Unplugged buddy back in November. She lives in Philadelphia. I live in Seattle. I flew to Philadelphia to go to PAX Unplugged, and she came and experienced PAX Unplugged with me. How many more times can I say PAX Unplugged in this sentence? Like 10 more times, I'm sure. 10 more times. Okay. PAX Unplugged. PAX... No, I'm not going to try that. <laughs> so, Rain, what was your favorite part of PAX Unplugged? Um, I think my favorite part was when we were actually, it was after PAX Unplugged when we were in the hotel room playing the one shot that you set up. That was, that was my favorite part. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. So would you please, uh, indulge our audience and tell us about your character from that one shot? Oh, okay. I'll tell you about Granny Plum. Granny Plum is a tabaxi wizard and... When I was making her, I didn't want her to be what I've seen most tabaxis as, which like tigers and lions and these big, fierce cats. I wanted to make this weasened old Persian cat with walleyes, half blind. She just really cares about what's happening around her when she actually decides to pay attention. Yeah, that was that was a ton of fun. And uh, you, we got to play with RJ and Kyle. RJ is your DM for your home game there in Philadelphia. Yes, they're great. Yes, and uh, one of my favorite things is talking to RJ after your guys' games because <laughs> they, they're always so excited about everything that's happening and sometimes in a good way, sometimes in a not so good way. <laughs> but it's, it's always exciting following along with your campaign from the perspective of somebody getting it from the DM. I can I can only imagine what they've told you. <laughs> so let's talk about your experience with D&D. How long have you actually been playing D&D? Uh, since last year with uh, RJ's game. That was the first time I actually got to play D&D. So I haven't really been playing for that long. And what drew you to play the game? Well, for... Ever since I was a kid, I wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons because my mom would go off and play it with her friends on the weekends. But I could never find like a friend group that would all be interested in playing it when I was a kid. So finally, you know, last year I had a friend group that was like, hey, do you want to play Dungeons and Dragons? That's awesome. And so what do you play in this game? I play a tiefling cleric named Shax. She's she's a handful. <laughs> she grew up off to the side of a town in a little cottage in a forest because the people of that town didn't really like tieflings. She she's more of a half tiefling. Her mother's a human and her father's some some big bad that went off when she was a little kid. We I don't know what's going to happen with that. I've I've left it up to RJ to determine. And she's she's just 
she's not very experienced in the world and now she's out in the world and she's dealing with a lot of new experiences. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you're playing a death domain cleric, right? Yes, I'm playing a death domain cleric, which when I found out that was a thing, I I knew that that's what I needed to go with. Now, death domain clerics are generally bad guys, right? Yes, they're usually bad guys. They deal with a lot of necromancy and necrotic kind of things. So I wanted to do one where she's not a bad guy. I mean, she could be a bad guy. She's done some bad things, but she's trying to be good. Hey, uh, I know all about that, being a goblin detective. (laughs) Uh, You know what they say, necromancers are just really late healers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So how when you come up with your character concepts, where do you start? I start... By picking the class and the race. And I like picking things that usually don't go together. And then building off of that, well, like, like, well, how, how weird can I make this? <laughs> like, um, a, ra- uh, a character that I'm working on right now for a new game that I'm going to be joining with one of my coworkers is an orc bard. Her name is Tiny, and she plays the ukulele. And the ukulele is also the weapon, right? Yes, the ukulele is made of metal, probably steels. She'll bash people with it. I love it. And then she'll play a nice little tune. In Adventure, they wrote, Celine, our bard, sings all of her spells. Are you going to be singing your spells as an orc bard? No, I'm going to be playing my spells because I have an actual ukulele that I'm going to be bringing to the games. That's so fantastic. (laughs) Oh my God, I love it. All right, so what is your favorite part about preparing to go into a game session? My favorite part is probably talking to the rest of the party, trying to figure out, like, well, what do we want to do for this game? What, what do we want our characters to accomplish in this, in this game today? And I really like talking that over so we have, like, a little bit of a plan going in. I really like that part. Did you have any misconceptions about what the game was like or what the game was about before you started playing that you have since discovered were wrong? Oh, yeah. Um, I thought that it would be a lot more serious, that it would be a lot more based on like the roles that you're making and that it would be like high fantasy kind of stuff. But it's more like it's more like Monty Python and the Holy Grail, really. It's it's very wacky. <laughs> that is and I like true. that. I like I like the wackiness. Yeah, it, it makes for a lot of fun. So now that D&D has developed its own kind of mainstream celebrity esque things with like Critical Role and Acquisitions Incorporated, are there any shows that you pay attention to on a regular basis? Um, yes, I, I listen to The Adventure Zone religiously i always always listen to it when a when a new episode comes out even though right now their most recent campaign isn't very dungeons and dragons it's it's another game that i've forgotten the name of but i i listen to that i'm trying to get into critical role it's just really long there's a lot of episodes to catch up on it's true i started with season and two course, and of course your podcast well of course of course <laughs> <laughs> Which one of those is the best? No, don't answer that. (laughs) Uh, 
Um, I love them all equally. Yay. <laughs> uh, the uh, new Adventure Zone uh, system is Monster of the Week. Yeah, yeah. I, that has been an interesting system to listen to. I'd love to I would love to play a Monster of the Week game. Oh, for that sure. seems fun. Uh, did you tune into Relics and Rarities last night? Oh, no, you were at work. Not yet. Yeah, I was I was at work, unfortunately, but it's definitely something I want to watch because it looks awesome. The production value on that show is phenomenal. And if it goes the way that this first episode makes it seem like it's going to go with each episode being kind of standalone with a celebrity guest as the, you know, the extra party member, I think that that's going to be really fun to watch. Uh huh. It, I'm, I'm really excited. Some of the guests look, I'm, I'm just so excited about it. <laughs> right. Uh, what are some of your favorite things about D and D and playing with your group? My favorite things is when we just start really goofing on each other. It's, uh, it's really enjoyable. Like we're in like a serious moment. And then one of our party members says something really un- inappropriate. <laughs> and then we just start going back and forth until RJ's laughing. And I, I love making our DM laugh. It's like the best feeling. It's true. Uh, I'm going to have to interview RJ about their DM oh, yes. sometime soon, too. Mm, yes. Is there anything from the different shows that you watch or the podcasts that you listen to that you take away that you bring into when you're playing? I, I really want to try and do more character voices. I've, I've always been a, a very quiet person growing up. So having this, this option to do a weird voice or to, to do like a little bit of acting is, is really intriguing to me and it's something i've always wanted to like get into so being able to just go to a game make up a funny voice embody that character for a while is really fun i you knocked it out of the park with granny plum though i i love granny plum i want to put her in more games just so i can do that little old lady voice and offer people little candies from her apron (laughs) do it So, Rain, is there anything else that you would like to leave our audience with? I, I guess I would say, like, well, ma- no matter what game you're playing, don't get too serious about it. You're there to have fun. So have fun. Don't, don't agonize over little tiny things. Just, you know, have fun. I dig it. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of Short Rest. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And uh, for everybody listening, thank you for listening. And uh, thanks again to Tabletop Audio for letting us use all of their sound effects. And uh, stay tuned next week for more mystery. Mystery.